What's up, loggers, and thank you for tuning in to the Legacy of Game podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite badass lady, and that is Miss Laura Croft, the Tomb Raider. We're going to go into the classic games as well as the new reboot games and tell you what we think, tell you what we enjoyed, and if you stick around to the end, I'm going to give a small review on the newest Shadow of Tomb Raider that came out, tell you what I, what I think. Um, so stick around. Enjoy the episode, and let's log on. First one was better. Fuck you. ever wonderful the always beautiful not really back in the day she didn't look that great she was she gorgeous was girl, but laura croft team Raider. she was a handsome woman <laughs> oh man fun games they always have been man so good um where to where to start uh um, i think line. we start with um there's so many i think we start with the first game or or we can start by uh, just go ahead and saying our favorite game and our most hated game in the series. Ooh. <laughs> because there are, while the, while the series is iconic and wonderful, there are some freaking duds. <laughs> uh, I can go on record uh, saying that I probably enjoy Tomb Raider 2 um, the most. And this is... Looking back at memories and not so much gameplay and graphics because the new ones are really good. Uh, but I have a lot of memories with Tomb Raider 2 of uh, playing that with my dad on the computer. And we both sit at the computer and we play Tomb Raider 2 and uh, him yelling at me, you know, go that way. That's where it is. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure <laughs> stuff out and getting attacked by tigers and it scaring him just as much as it scares me. Because back in the day, shit used to jump out at you in those damn games. You ain't <laughs> and, lying. And uh, I, just, I just have a lot of really cool memories playing Tomb Raider with my dad on the computer. So that one, uh, that one's probably my favorite, I'd have to say. I want to say I've always enjoyed stories about you and your dad playing games together because your dad's a funny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Mainly about um, you two I... playing Perfect Dark. But you went burnt. Sorry. My bad. You going ahead? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> I, um, I honestly can't remember too many times playing Tomb Raider. I know I played a lot of them, but I think... Which one was on PlayStation? The uh, let's see. A lot. I don't remember, but a lot of them probably were. But I do remember I played them on PlayStation, and I remember putting a lot of hours into it. And she was like, like everyone else, she was like my number one crush. You know, fucking loved her. And then uh, the last one I remember playing was the um, 2013 one, just the you know Tomb Raider game, and. Uh, the reboot. Yeah, the reboot. And that kind of, like, you know, reignited the uh, love for the game series for me. And uh, it was generally a pretty good game. But, yeah, so. They um, did a really good job on those re- that the latest reboot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Every game in so the series good. has been good. So, yeah, I don't. I can't really say. I guess the 2013 one so far has been my favorite. Oh, man, it's a, it's a tough call. Um, I really enjoyed Tomb Raider 3 back on the PS1. I like that one a lot, um, but uh, as far as like you know the the whole you know Tomb Raider series as a whole up uh, up before the reboots, excluding those ones, I have to say my favorite one was uh, the final one they released before the reboot started, and that was uh, Tomb Raider Underworld, and uh, mainly because you know, that was never Tomb Raider was really deep, deep, deep into its magical and mystical aspects, and it had it had the coolest artifact 
a Lara Croft could have ever gone after. She was after the tools and the weapons of uh, Thor. You had, to, you had to acquire Mjolnir along with Thor's belt and his bracer so that you had the strength to wield Mjolnir. And then at the end of the game, you, know, you, get, you actually had Mjolnir and you're like slinging it around, throwing lightning, lightning bolts everywhere at your enemies. God, that was awesome, man. <laughs> That's anytime I never can, beat that when they get to that point, but now I'm really <laughs> mad that I right? didn't. Like, fuck. Anytime that you can wield the power of a god, that's, that's a good time. Hey, hey, uh, hey Tony, uh, what, what was your favorite uh, Tomb Raider, Tony? Yeah, Tony. My favorite Tomb Raider was Tomb Raider 1. <laughs> yeah? The reason be- yeah, the reason being is because that was the first time I actually got to see an open world gameplay. Well, semi-open world gameplay. Because I was used to the 2D fighting games and all that great stuff back in the day, so I had never seen anything like that. So 3D models were actually pretty cool when I saw that. And it made me think that games could get a lot better than what I was usually playing. Is that is that also the only Tomb Raider game you played? Yeah, unfortunately, that is the only <laughs> Tomb Raider game I have you ever played. You suck so bad. <laughs> hey, well, That's absolute blasphemy. Yeah, you know, not everybody plays Tomb Raider. Just like I, I still not everybody Tom. plays every game out there. Don't let these fools bring you down. It's okay. Disappointed in you personally. Good. Just have to say. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm uh. What was it? Get, was it? Sorry, get was a PlayStation. Get a PlayStation Four. Get a PlayStation Four. Fuck, fuck you. I got one. So, you get a PlayStation Four. I'll get Tomb Raider. How about that? I got one. Okay, so there's a pretty big price difference between Tomb Raider and PlayStation <laughs> Four. Get PlayStation Four. I'll get a. I'll get a Tomb Raider. That's <laughs> that's an even trade right there. I'll get a PlayStation when you get an Xbox. Damn. Why? Why would I downgrade? Ooh. <laughs> anyway. We're not having this conversation. <laughs> Shots anyway. fired. Getting heated. Anyway. Okay. Uh, well, I, uh, since Tony brought Tomb Raider one, I think that's a that's a good entryway you know, to talk about you know some of the. Uh, things that Tomb Raider did, the first Tomb Raider, you know, was responsible for that were actually really kind of innovations as far as, like, games go outside, you know, the, the whole being semi-open world thing. Uh, they, they really wanted the game to be, you know, as re- as realistic as they could possibly get it and have all these different dynamic movesets and stuff like that for um, Lara Croft, but, like, the, the, the controls were limited. And so rather than everything just being based on your button presses, say, you know, you made a jump, the game, the whole, every spec of you know the of land area and that game was laid out as a grid and so like say you had to do a long jump the animations laura would be making in the middle of that jump would change depending on what square you were in on the terrain so that way they could have like more dynamic things like dives and stuff like that and that was like really cool that was a really cool innovative way of getting more animations into your character to make things seem more dynamic huh so that way so that way every jump wasn't the same jump over and over and over again. Biggest thing I remember about the uh, original Tomb Raider or Tomb Raiders was I, I, I played two more than one, but is how fucking hard they were. I remember Those that. games were not easy by they any means. They like, did like, not hold your hand in any way, shape, or form. Yep, because uh, unlike most games, instead of like you know just aiming and shooting, the game like required you in order to survive to constantly be jumping around and being acrobatic whenever you fought. Otherwise, you were going down real quick. Well, not only that, but there was there was no you know hints on where where you should go or what you should do. You had to figure that shit out. Like, yeah, it was not the most uh, intuitive progression. <laughs> Those were some next level puzzles you had to solve back then, man. Like that was, those were a game changer. But Eidos was infamous for uh, putting like insane puzzles in their games. Oh yeah, they did that a lot for the Legacy Kane and. Yo boy, don't get me yeah. started. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're like me, um, and we love when games have some good puzzles in there, and uh, it was kind of. That's, that's when you have a good puzzle that'll stump you. It's infuriating, but it's always just really impressive. So yep. that's kind of nice, and they don't hold your hand like you said. It also really makes you feel like an idiot too when you finally oh, yeah. figure it out, and it was yeah, right like, in front oh, of your fuck. face the whole time. Yeah. yeah, they were good at that. Um, 
as far as, like, you know, changes in the series, what Parn said his favorite was Tomb Raider playing it with his dad. Now, Tomb Raider was the one that introduced vehicles to the series. And also, like, the strange minute detail added to uh, Tomb Raider 2 was um, they, uh, because, like, everything was in a polygons back then. And in that one, Laura's hair, her ponytail, was its own polygon just so that her hair could move in the game. <laughs> that one also, if I remember correctly, and now it's been a long time, so don't put me on blast if I'm wrong, but uh, there was like a open world map, and you could, it was kind of freeform, you could choose what destination you wanted to go to. Yep. As far as to do uh, different tombs or find different things or whatever, do missions... Yep, which uh, the, the game still required you to do all of them, but it was nice to have that choice of um, which one you were going to do in what order. Yeah. Or if you got frustrated and you could just be like, uh, you know what, fuck this place. <laughs> you go to a different... <laughs> <laughs> but um, if we're going to talk about Tomb Raider games, we have to talk about... Uh, the crap fests that were Tomb Raider Chronicles and Tomb Raider Angel of Darkness, because those games were a freaking mess, man. Um, Tomb Raider Chronicles that controlled more like a damn Resident Evil game than a Tomb Raider game. God, I hate the controls in Resident Evil. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot I of like, Resident Evil fanboys out there, but I fucking hate those controls. Yeah, those were those were terrible controls back in the day. But people, loyal fans, would be like, oh my god, it, I miss that old control feel. And I'm like, no, you don't. It's bad. No, you don't. You ever <laughs> play bad. GoldenEye now? It's terrible. The <laughs> the control system for GoldenEye is well, terrible. Subscribers. <laughs> I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to debate you on that, Tony. I think GoldenEye is very simple and... And to, I can no. I can go back and play 64 and still whoop some ass. I mean, you, those are, if I remember no. correctly, were just your first person yeah. shooter controls. But like Resident um, Evil is. Have y'all like, ever held an N64 controller? Well, that's a whole nother. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> shit is terrible. And I was good at it. Awkward as shit. It was but terrible. I mean, it was before intuitive aiming systems with two different thumbsticks. But you said you had your your moving stick and you had your C buttons for you know really aim. But the game. Had like an auto aim kind of feature, so kinda, it wasn't kinda. all that bad. Look, <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe you weren't that it, great, and so oh no, I, nah. oh sir, I was I was a beast. I beat that game several times and unlocked all the all the uh, the uh, cheat modes. Well, I don't think the but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like <laughs> if you if you play it now, it's a hard curve to come back to. Well, yeah, because you're used to 2018 technology, <laughs> right? But that's all but, I'm I saying. But I mean, if you're that's... good, if you're good, and you're you know a true gamer, you can adapt and be good at it again. It's fine. Ouch! It's <laughs> a lot of shade going on here, and I don't think I, I know, know, right? You know. No, that's um, okay. Me so and Tony to went Tomb back and Raider. forth a lot yeah. on no, opinions. No, no, no. Our last podcast down the day. Um, <laughs> We this went back a- and forth a lot on uh, Destiny, so I got to give you a little bit of shit because you gave me a lot of shit. So <laughs> we, we gotta. We, but yes, co- continuing on, continuing on. on yeah, yes, because this is a Tomb Raider episode. Last time I checked, but um, uh, Tomb Raider episode. What? What? <laughs> huh? Huh? You were saying? Huh? What? You were saying? What? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm uh. So that was that whole mess with Tomb Raider Chronicles, but then um, uh, Tomb Raider Angel of Darkness, they completely just uh, tried to change the feel of the game enti- like entirely. Like uh, this whole weird aspect of like Lara possibly being a murderer, but she doesn't know. And freaking um, uh, the story was just all a mess. It was terrible. And uh, the fact that like it was the first game that took away the whole dual wielding thing and reduced Lara to just one gun. I just, that's blasphemy. That's yeah. that's blasphemy. Yeah, you can't do that, man. It's all about the deagles. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Side note, if anyone can shoot a desert eagle in either hand at the same time, they're a fucking boss. Straight <laughs> up, man. She single-handedly made those guns popular, too. Yeah, she did. Yep. She really did. I would not know what the hell a desert eagle was if it was not for Tomb Raider. She's, like, yep. she's the person that made... 
in every game, I'd be like, where's the deagle at? You know? <laughs> <laughs> God. But, um, a little bit of a, a little bit of a nitpick. Like, like it's not, I, I don't, I'm not going to dive too deep into this because I could talk all day, but, like, man, I feel like Tomb Raider has been teasing me for a while. Uh, I was just talking to Burns about this, but, man, like, the, uh, the way, like, you know, in Tomb Raider Underworld, there was that little part, a little tomb you're in where you could, like, find, you know, the symbols for Cain and Raziel from Legacy of Cain in the walls. I was like, oh, wow, they're trying to freaking reference and hype up, you know, Cain and Raziel again. Maybe I'll get a new LOK. Nope. And then freaking that, 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 what was the name of that Tomb Raider game that was a top-down shooter? What was that one called? I couldn't tell you. Tomb Raider game that was a top-down shooter. Top-down? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, like, you talking about the one that's on the Xbox right now? Yeah. Oh God, I literally have that game, um, and I do not remember the name of it. I only played it a little bit, but it's a uh, it's multiplayer. It's kind of couch co op ish, uh, yep. top down, and you're running around solving puzzles and shooting shit. I can't remember the name of it. Save my life. I can't either. But uh, but, but in that game, you could actually uh, get this DLC. Whereas instead of like playing as Laura and that dude, you play as Kane and Raziel, and they had their own damn story in it. And it's like, oh wow, they're trying once again trying to drum up, you know, some hype for one of my favorite game series of all time. Am I gonna get a new one? Nope, still no. It's the uh, Temple of Osiris. Yep, that's it. God. Thanks, Google. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, Google. <laughs> Always got a reference to Google every once in a while. Sorry. For <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's a whole nother, another episode. Uh, Google, if you're listening, we can use a sponsor. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, Legacy of Kane, that, that's a whole nother episode that we're going to do in the future. So Yes, we will, sir. Look out for that one. Uh, looking back, do you remember playing the Game Boy Tomb Raider? I do not. It's a Game Boy Color. Yeah, uh, Burns pulled up this list uh, of these Tomb Raider games, and, and most of them I do remember playing. I don't remember there being a Game Boy Tomb Raider, and it's kind of blowing my mind. Apparently there were two of them. Um, so that's an interesting note, because I don't remember that. Huh. I was hoping maybe, Justin, you would be like, oh yeah, oh, I don't no. remember that, you idiot. But oh no, I do not. Suck. Would you say that Tomb Raider in general opened up the genre of adventure shooting games? I would definitely say so. Yeah, if not single-handedly, it definitely had one of the biggest driving impacts. It was also uh, one of the first badass female-led characters. Um, The story revolved wholly around Lorecroft, and she was a bad mofo not to be messed with. And yep. uh, back then, you know, we didn't necessarily have a lot of strong female <coughs> protagonists. Samus. I was you know about what? to say, Samus. damn it, Burns, well, yeah, Samus, is, Sam, <laughs> Samus has been around forever, yeah, but I said a lot of. She's one <laughs> other one. <laughs> I mean, uh, name, no name five more, you know. Uh, no. Jill <laughs> Valentine. Jill Valentine. Chun-Li. <laughs> oh, Chun-Li, man. Cammy. Okay, so but your point is, is so I, I get that, but I wasn't really talking about fighting game. I your mean, point they're not. She's a character in a fighting game. She's a she's a bad motherfucker, but she's not like a main protagonist in oh, her yeah, own story. Oh my god! Uh, okay, <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to talk fighting games with Justin Hendricks, and I don't know why I think that's a good idea. That's but I'm just going to stop. So, but yes, she was one of the foremost like strong female leads. Most well known. Yeah, especially that. I mean, she got her own movie. It wasn't great, but she got one <laughs> or two. <laughs> two, right? Yeah, there was two of them. I want to say there's a third one now. I want to say there's a new yeah. Tomb Raider movie out now. I really hope there? not. Yeah. There is a new Tomb Raider movie out. I've actually really been wanting to watch it. Oh, um, that's it's, right. It's based on, I believe, more the rebooted uh, Tomb Raider, the, the newest yeah. games. Oh, uh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it looks decent. I've heard good things. Not great things, but I have heard good things. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. And I'm sure we'll talk about uh, all these movies when we do our eventual episode on uh, 
movies based on video games. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, because um, we already did the video games based on movies, so we got to do the inverse. We're not a movie yeah. podcast, but it's to do a video game, so you know. Why the fuck yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, we won't. I, I good note though, because I feel I feel I feel like we did a little bit of trash talking. I feel like I did a little bit of trash talking. But uh, good note, if it wasn't for Tomb Raider, I wouldn't have one of my favorite series, Uncharted. People can say it's not a copycat, but it's a copycat. And it's a great oh, yeah. freaking series, though. I like Uncharted. I haven't played very many of those. But, um, yeah, it's definitely the same lines. It's because it's Indiana a PlayStation Jones. game, I haven't yeah. had the pleasure of playing them all. Um, but I did get to witness you playing them, and I've seen story, and I've seen the gameplay. And it, it is a great game. It and is. you can't look at that. I mean, you can take two looks at that game and tell me it's influenced by Tomb Raider. Like, come on. Yep. <laughs> and I'm Absolutely. pretty sure the developers would not deny that. I'm sure they wouldn't, but dear God, like, it's just... You go across forums and stuff, and you see people just, like hotly debating whether or not it's a Tomb Raider copycat. And it's like, look, I love Uncharted. I love Nathan Drake. I love Sully. Love all the characters in that series. It's great. It's wonderful. It definitely has become its own thing. But it, it was definitely a Tomb Raider's copycat whenever it started out. Definitely made a name for itself, though. It did. I wish there was more to talk about as far as the older Tomb Raider games, but when you talk about older games like that. I mean, back in the day, games weren't hours and hours and hours and hours right. long with and cinematic old story memory like they are now. So, <laughs> yeah, we could talk um, about Tomb Raider Revelations and how they killed Lara Croft off at the end. Wow, spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> A spoiler from back in the nineties. Spo- <laughs> what? I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we don't do spoilers on this fucking podcast. But if you haven't played a game from the 90s, yeah, it's <laughs> that's a little late for you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's what drove them to the whole Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider Chronicles thing, because which which was part of what was such a crap thing about it. it was like a, uh, the series, the whole game was like a series of flashbacks to like like things that happened in the games that you didn't see happen in the games, Dude, and it was I just crap. Hate fla- Did it? So I didn't play this one. Obviously, I guess you did. Um, did it have you play as people in those flashbacks, or was it just cinematic flashbacks? Yeah, it, it, you, 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 the whole the whole game was you playing through flashbacks. That was the whole game. Oh. I hate that. I oh. hate it so much. Yep. <laughs> That's. I mean, it's an interesting new perspective, but it's weird. Yep. So I'll get into this later, um, talking about the newest Tomb Raider. But there's there's a point where you play as like young Laura Croft as a child and it's only to show this one part of like backstory but I was the whole time I was like just you could have just gave me this in a cinematic like I don't, I don't want to play through a flashback as fucking five year old Laura I, I just want to be Tomb Raider like <laughs> oh man like one of the flashbacks Laura Croft was so young she had pigtails oh man <laughs> yeah man it was that ridiculous and then uh, uh the other note about um about uh um, Angel of Darkness that a lot of people, a lot of uh, fans of the series really did not like was that for the first time they introduced a love interest for Lara Croft they added this whole like romance angle to the game where it had never been needed before in the series and it was not welcome, which is why we did that did not happen again. <laughs> the other games that's because we all wanted to be us. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> uh, get your hands off my girl, she's a saint. <laughs> you don't deserve her. <laughs> Um, I don't really have too much more to say on the older Tomb Raiders, but if you guys want to get into the newer ones... That I can talk about. I can go on. Oh yeah, we can go on to the new ones if you want to, man. Fantastic, dude. The newest Tomb Raiders, the newest uh, reboots, are some of the best solo games I have played to date. Um... Uh, it's it's very rare nowadays where I'm driven to do things like get 100% completion in a game like I used to in the old days when I was a kid and that's all I had to do. Um, but like with the newer Tomb Raiders, I, I thrive. I, I want to get all the things. I want to kill all the things. I want to find all the things. And it's so awesome and epic and they make it such an awesome world. It's it's really enjoyable, dude. They did a great, a phenomenal job 
on the new Tomb Raider games. If you haven't played those new Tomb Raiders, you are missing the fuck out. Even if you're not Big a Tomb Raider fan, like they are insanely good. They're, it's, um, it's not every the best. You go ahead. Sorry, man. one I'm of the sorry, best things they did with with that new series is, from what I remember, is straight from the beginning you feel vulnerable. And I, you know, I remember from the old games, you're just a badass. But this one, you're like, you're getting fucked for the first like most of the game. <laughs> so like, it's, you know, like, cause you got these fucking weird fanatic dudes on your ass, <laughs> and you got like, oh shit, now you're in a cave. Oh god, and now like, oh shit, the cave's collapsed. <laughs> it's just like a constant like feel of like, oh shit, I might actually and, die. And that's that's another thing is I've ne- I've never had a game where I kind of wanted to die in certain places <laughs> to yeah, see how I would die. Like in Tomb Raider, the newest uh, reboots, there's places I would jump off the cliff or, or head down away on purpose just to see how she got fucked that up. Because really the death scenes when you fucked up in that game were intense. Like Dude, I- They killed her so awesomely. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gamers are not psychos, we swear. But um, yeah, we are. Um, uh, I, I have a favorite death sequence in that first reboot. Actually, um, it's um, one of those little sequences where you're like sliding down like this stream of water, and uh, you have like dodge these things as you go down. Yeah. And if you if you hit one of them, one of the uh, well, there's this, this wooden spike will freaking impale you up through your chin and out the top of your skull. Oh. And like for a second there, Laura almost tries like struggle to get off of it. Oh my god, it's so brutal. It's so nasty. That's amazing. It's intense, and they've they've kept that alive through all of the newer games. Like, <laughs> always, like man, I can get through this without dying, but I kind of want to see what happens if I do this. <laughs> that's what quick save is for. <laughs> uh, Better hope that's not one of the achievements. <laughs> but, but another thing they brought to it. Um, that has well, I mean, it's been there, but it hasn't been there. Is they really built on the survival aspect of it? Absolutely. Um, being able to upgrade and collect things and do, and I might be getting into the rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly what all was and was not in the first one. So forgive me for that. It's been a while, and I've played them all. Um, but being able to hunt animals and collect hides and build things and find these tombs that aren't necessarily always there is it that was all in there it's just really awesome man like it was fun all the way through it pulled you into the world and it kept you there and the story was good too really cool thing in the first reboot was uh i'm a a big history buff and uh i'm sure a couple of us are the the world war ii kind of little things that you could find uh, the the pill boxes that have all the the tunnels and stuff under them and you find all the cool little relics i i fucking love that that was that was actually really awesome uh one of the things i really like is a lot of games you find extras and stuff and like if you have the mind or think about doing it you can go into the menus and read the lore but in these new tomb raider games when you pick up a relic it brings it up full screen and it shows you the relic yeah. and you can turn and you can look at it and laura gives a voiced monologue of the description of the relic and what it is. That's really nice. And that was really cool because I listened to literally every single one of those, every note, every relic, everything, because I didn't have to go find it. I didn't have to go into the menus. I didn't have to read it myself. It was part of the game, and it immersed you into it, and it, it was really it was neat. It was all like, in all, she's a Tomb Raider. It was a good. It was a really <laughs> good uh, implementation that they did, and I, I really enjoyed yeah. that too. Um. Something I, I, sometimes I, I've got to give like huge credit um, to the team who worked on this game. For, like, it's mainly the animation team, but dear God, I mean, they, they did such an impeccable job of uh, actually helping you feel like Laura evolve as you play through the game. Like, um, like just like the character animations you would get as you leveled up different abilities, the way that well, the way the way she fought would change. So when you first started out, and you get that ability, you know where you can like dodge on your opponent, and you pick up a rock and you smack him in the head. You really get the feel that she's just struggling to fight, that she's struggling to survive in this world. And then as you level up that ability, you know it gets added on to where she like moves around behind them, like sticks a knife through their leg, and it's like, so you can actually just feel like Laura as a lost person struggling to survive slowly becoming this badass who's able to take out her enemies just as the game progressed and then that whole story could have just been told through your combat animations and I thought that was just impressive as hell 
Yeah, they definitely had a great um, character development, especially the first game more so than the than the next ones, which is crucial because the first game, you know, is what people are going to judge you on and decide if they're going to commit to the series. Um, and they, I mean, it was great. The and and plus, <laughs> they gave you a bow. And let's be I honest, I don't yeah, think there's man. a single game you could give me a bow in and it won't be fun to kill people with. It's like, so much there's something so satisfying about just <laughs> like, <laughs> killing people silently with a bow. Like, they gave me assault rifles and shotguns, you know, when I used them? Not often. When I yeah. had to, if the game forced me to. Other than that, I was like, have an arrow to the face. Have an arrow to the face. <laughs> Which in itself added on to the length of the gameplay, not only from the bow, but just from the fact that no matter what, no matter how try, how hard you tried to get yourself to push on, you were going to go see if you could recover uh, how many arrows every single time. You really have to go fucking get as many <laughs> oh, yeah. arrows back as possible. But like, no, like it straight made you feel like uh, Sylvester Stallone in that last Rambo movie with that bow. Go home, man. Nothing. <laughs> 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 no, it was it was fun as shit, man. Um, anytime you give me a bow, and then you know they had the uh, the stealth aspect, and you know, of course, that I love stealth games and killing people from behind and shit, um, yep. sneaking around. It was very um, kind of on the same lines as like the newer batmans and splinter cell like you could sneak around and you didn't have to engage the enemy if you didn't want to or if you were good enough not to you could find a way to sneak through and literally kill every single one of them stealthily in most of the uh parts of it and that was really awesome because i love that type of shit and that, that that just added to it yeah which um like uh really shows how much the the series needed to be rebooted it shows like um is how is how good having the fresh eyes from Square Enix working on that game just like like really helped because a lot of the aspects that are really good in the reboot were aspects they tried to introduce as the original series went along like that Angel of Darkness game I keep bitching about um like they tried to introduce the idea of, of stealth in that one, but the stealth was god awful. You get this one, the stealth is awesome. Tomb Raider three, they tried to make it more combat intensive rather than you know exploration and puzzle solving. But the, the, the game didn't have the tools or mechanics to be a super great combat game. But they made it really awesome in this one. So just like moving over to this new team, this new group of people with this new technology, they were able to take all the things they had wanted to do and fail at, then actually succeed this time. Yeah, man. I think that comes down to them working with um, Eidos. Oh, they actually worked with Eidos? Pretty sure, don't they? I I have no idea. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it makes sense. More more studios who take over series should. They have, but I could be be completely off base. I feel like that's something we need to look up real quick. But... um, I could have sworn that they did, and if they did, it explains a lot on why it's so good and why the systems work so much. But uh, going back to that bow, man, one of my favorite things was you got that bow, but then you can make it better. So it's like, this is my bow. There are many like it, but this one's mine, and I'm making it better. So, you know, you can reinforce the actual bow part. You can get, like, better string and all kinds of stuff. And I don't know. It's just, to me, I love it when I can see the progression of a weapon from all the work I've done collecting all the bullshit that I find in crates and stuff and making this badass bow that I can just, you know, be sneaky and kill people with from fucking half a mile away if I need to. (laughs) Yep. So the newer games, uh, sorry to go off base of what you were just saying, are um, worked on by Eidos Montreal, it says. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a failure. I had to look that up. I should have known that off the top of my head, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, but Eidos Montreal and Square Enix uh, worked on that together that on sense. these newer reboots. That's why they're so successful. <laughs> Or at least they use the Eidos engine, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll get plenty of people telling us how fucking wrong we are if I'm looking at a wrong source. I was trying to be quick and just picked on the first thing that I saw. So if I'm wrong, feel free to let me know. I've probably already looked it up and found out by now. But, you know, 
It is what it is. We're human, and we admit to it. Um, you might be. Then, uh, going into Rise of the Tomb Raider, they continued the awesomeness um, and made another phenomenal game with a story that was just as good as the first one. Um, I don't know if you played it. I didn't get around to that one. Uh, okay. Um, it's definitely worth checking out, man. Hmm. One of the things I loved about Rise of the Tomb Raider um, is it kind of built... So in, in the reboot, you had the open world with the story. Right. And you had different objectives you could get. But it kind of built on that open world and made even more of an open world. You had different areas you would get to. And in those areas, you had um, achievements for different animals you could hunt and find and kill and different things you could do and objectives and and um you had like a whole list of statuses for these side quests essentially that you could take care of like shooting down these helicopters from trinity or shooting down this or hunting this or finding this many of these and of course the challenge tombs and all that they didn't go away that was the same and the story was epic also and it was (laughs) it was just super fun man i could run around in that game all day i even after I beat it, I went back and I was doing all the challenges and finding all the things. Like I said, it's one of the rare games where I was like, I'm going to get 100% completion on this and I'm going to nice. find all the things, you know. Um, so. I don't remember in the first reboot whether, I don't think Trinity was a thing in that one. It was just those crazy bastards. Uh, I it's tough to remember. I think Trinity might have had a small part. Might have not. I don't know. It blends together in my mind yeah. when I think about it. I know it was just the fanatics and escaping that main dude, and mm-hmm. it was the story of Laura becoming becoming Tomb Raider. Right. And then the second one was Trinity, heavy. Um, that was that was your main enemy the whole time, um, and you were helping these uh, refugees or not refugees, uh, but like these people in the mountains, this ancient civilization that's been there forever, protecting this relic or treasure or whatnot. Um, it was really fun, and the story was epic, and it brought brought back that mystical aspect Justin was talking about earlier where like you had kind of otherworldly things going on you had to deal with too that was pretty cool oh yeah man it's a nice uh, mixture of this adventure and it's not just going to find this shit but nope this shit is also fucking magical and <laughs> hours of gameplay dude yeah. hours and hours of gameplay you could play it for and then uh if you downloaded it, they also implemented a survival mode where you started out with jack Ooh, shit. I like and that. And you had to scavenge and build and upgrade, and there was, like, waves of uh, enemies and monsters and shit that you had to survive through. I love those games. I'd be on that like shit on Velcro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a co-op game that I miss playing. Which one? Left for Dead. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Hey, Steven, I'll put it this way. This this is a little off topic, but if Xbox decides to bring back a reboot, remastered, Left 4 Dead, all DLC included, I will buy an Xbox. I'll tell you where <laughs> Left 4 Dead fell short. Is, uh, it did, uh, they really should have included some kind of story mode to that. Content. I guess that wasn't, I guess, yeah. I, I guess that wasn't like the purpose of the game, but still, like, uh, it's like you got four maps to sit there and do the same thing over and over again, again essentially grinding for no reward. For nothing, I yeah. Because yeah, it, was it, was it wasn't an RPG, it, was just it wasn't a level fun. up, it wasn't you were getting anything out of it, it was just for fun. But you can only have so much fun doing the same four maps, doing the same thing with the same objective over and over again. There was no story at all. Yeah, but when you factor in PvP, it was awesome. Especially if you got okay, a team. Okay, yeah, PvP is another aspect I didn't really play much of. But that's oh not God, what we're dude. talking about today. Uh, <laughs> I know. Just because you haven't played the two Raiders doesn't mean you can change but the I'm- subject. <laughs> So Tomb Raider, um, like one thing I will say, um, like it seems like, like from as I've watched trailers and stuff from like this, from the from the two most recent entries in the series, and I played the heck out of that first reboot. Um, was, uh, one thing I can tell you, the first game had the first reboot had that the previous installments in the series, the older games did not have, and that was a good supporting cast of characters. Like yeah, yeah, like, because, like you had like supporting cast, but like 
uh, characters that would be very brief, like you wouldn't really have that much going on with them. Uh, even like the protagonist, everybody was always very one-dimensional outside of Lara Croft, and and they just just having you know better characters to interact with and do things for and actually give a damn about while you're out doing all this stuff kind of ups the ante as far as the narrative goes in the game because like that's that's like the other games like well the only person I have to give a shit about is me <laughs> but you know having characters that you don't want to die added to the series that that, that was a really good touch. Yeah, her partner Jonah has been in every single game. He's in the newest game, and then like uh, the enemies in the second one too um, had a lot of character to them and a lot of uh, different aspects and different things. They even fought amongst themselves, I believe, at one point in time because you're fighting Trinity and there's like head people and they kind of bash heads here and there, and it's it's not one dimensional, you know. It's it's Characters with actual story and depth, and it, it adds to it all in all. One of my favorite things is the banter in some of those uh, some of those enemies. So you can be they'll be on patrol or something, and they'll just sit there and just kind of just have good banter between each other. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. The enemies uh, are definitely hilarious if you actually are stealthing around and you sit and listen to them. Like, let's just be bitching. Like, I can't believe they got me out here doing this shit. <laughs> you know, or whatever. This, this true human fucking thoughts, you know? Like, yep. why am I even here? I hate this fucking <laughs> this place. This is bullshit. They don't pay me enough for this. Well, it's kind of like arrow through the head. And... Straight up. Like it kind of helps, like the it kind of helps the immersion for you too, because like like, part, like like that's definitely parts where you come across like what the hell are they doing here, and then you hear them go, oh, what the hell am I doing here? I was like, well, I'm glad you don't know either, buddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, man. Yep. That I like. Well, uh, Tomb Raider is all around a great character and and good fun, and the new games are definitely worth playing if you haven't played them. You need to check them out. They're phenomenal. They got great story, hours of gameplay, um, and side stuff. I can get into the shadow of Tomb Raider a little bit. Um, I feel, I believe, I'm the only one that's played it. I've yep. watched you play it. Uh, I have not Travis has played. witnessed some of it. Um, I gotta say, I had high expectations. You know, I loved the first Tomb Raider reboot. I love Rise of Tomb Raider. And I was expecting this one to be much along the same lines and just as awesome. Um, and I'm not going to say that it's not per se. Uh, but So I don't, I don't want to give story spoilers or anything like that. And I'm not super far into it. But it's just, it just feels different. It feels like there's something missing. I'm not sure what. Um, it's you've, you've had these mechanics. And you've had them for two games now. The gameplay that's been the gameplay that you've come to know and the gameplay that you like and it's still there and it still works the same way but somehow it feels mm, sloppier or not as smooth um it's it's very strange i can't pinpoint it or explain it it just feels off and it rubs me the wrong way and then you know the other two ones pull you in and they're fun and you sit there and you play them for hours and i was playing this one and it's i mean it's tomb raider and it's fun but it didn't pull me in i was kind of bored in the first hour um to the point where i bought it brand new when it came out and i've i've only sat down and played it really really once or twice um and if friends are on they want to play other stuff i play with them but it doesn't it doesn't keep me doesn't keep my attention and I don't know if maybe it's just the third installment and it's Tomb Raider and it's Tomb Raider and I'm used to it and it's nothing new and it doesn't catch my attention anymore or, or something's just missing. Um, and the cinematics are epic. The intro's epic. Everything's awesome. The things are cool and the graphics are good, but they're no better than the last game they're about on par the same not much improvement maybe i don't i don't have an xbox one x or whatever to, yeah i was gonna ask if it was like one to, x and to see that but um all in all it's kind of weird it's like they took a solid formula that they had and that's successful and they changed it just a little bit but it changed maybe for the worse like the map isn't as good in my opinion the maps are kind of weird and they're colored weird and it doesn't 
it doesn't seem right. Um, and the gameplay, just like I said, some some feels off. I'm not sure what. No, I'm gonna devote a lot more time to it. I'm gonna beat it. I mean, I bought it, <laughs> but um, and I do enjoy Tomb Raider games, even if it is slightly wonky here and there for some reason. But uh, so far, I'd have to give it um, definitely of the three newer games right now where it stands is the lowest of the three hmm. um i'm not going to put a number to it because i haven't played enough of it to give it a justified review um but it, right now it's it's kind of lacking um systems that are there and have been there don't seem to work as well for some reason so um i'm going to devote more time to it and i'll definitely uh maybe give an updated review or let you people know um later when i when i beat it uh how i feel but right now i'm feeling slightly disappointed so i, I hope that improves and i love the tomb raider games and i love what they've been doing so um we'll see what happens when i play through fully and beat it now i remember watching you play it and um i remember like watching I guess it was, yeah, it was a cinematic, and I remember, like, watching her face. And I don't know if it was just the skin you were using or what, but I remember her face just wasn't very expressive. It was very, like, a mannequin talking with just the mouth and the eyes were the only things that were moving. And then the other guy, the big Samoan guy, I forget his name, but his face had more expression to it, and I, that's what yeah, makes me think. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think that was to do with, now, granted... I think they could use a little bit more detail on that, but I was using uh so in this new game you can choose older skins, mm -hmm. and I had chosen the uh, the original Tomb Raider skin. What is so funny, you asshole? <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I was uh, using the original Tomb Raider skin, and I didn't notice at the time. But not only does it give you that skin, it gives you that skin's graphics and everything okay. and i think that affected uh even the cinematics and a cool little throwback uh in the new game if you're looking at the skins you can actually go back and they have the like old school old school old school tomb raider like the polygon block tomb raider skin you can choose and you're actually the polygon shitty tomb raider running <laughs> around in this awesome graphic world and it's pretty funny to do i, I can't uh, deal with it myself to do it extensively, but it's pretty fun. It's a little throwback oh, that they put in there. That used to be all we had. And <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 it brought joy to my heart to see that they put that in there. That was kind of neat. That's a good throwback. Um, I like it when they do that. But yeah, the, it, it's weird. And another thing with the cinematics in this game is it's like it was filmed by a nervous cameraman where like the camera kind of... Then they probably did this on purpose. Maybe they wanted to it to feel more realistic or something but the camera kind of shakes here and there in these cinematics that you're watching and i'm like why is the it's it's the fake camera like it should be still and smooth why is this camera shaking all the time i'm trying to watch the cinematic but i don't know um like i said i gotta play it a lot more I'm, i've only just begun so i could be judging a book by the cover way too early here and we'll i mean we'll find out that's a pretty good review of the game as far as you've gotten yeah i like it yeah i try yeah. to be uh as honest but as open as i, I can think be you did a I great been. job i th i think one Aww, thing um, thanks one thing you me. didn't mention is a no new problem. mechanic that i hadn't seen in the one that i played oh, was the nifty little like i'm gonna cover myself in mud and get up against the oh, wall and sneak yeah, thing that, that i fucking cool. that's pretty cool, cool. Dude, oh, that sounds amazing you, it was you, very predator you over. fucking cover yourself in mud and there's like this vegetation hanging off this cliff or whatever or, or weeds growing in the rocks and you push yourself up and it looks like some shit out of the predator dude i'm not even gonna lie it's badass this, you watch your tomb raider character just kind of disappear into these fucking weeds it's as so you cool. jump out and kill people and it is awesome oh my <laughs> it's god <pretty> sick. <laughs> but on that note a negative Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I swear to God, there used to be a button that you could press or hold to sneak, like to crouch, to move around silently, whatever. I don't remember. And in this game, you can't do that. You're running around unless you're in a spot where the game goes, oh, you're being sneaky now. And then the game makes you automatically sneak. And I don't fucking like that. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Nah. It's, it's off to me. I want to be able to run when I want to run, sneak when I want to sneak. 
And you can't do that. And it, it kind of throws me off a little bit. But I could be remembering wrong. Maybe that's the way it's always been. I don't know. So it um, forces you to go into stealth so, mode? Yeah. I that's kind of ridiculous. It, like, you should at yeah. least have the option to play through the different areas however the heck you want to. That's That's a little limiting. I don't remember there being a button in the first one. I remember that when there were enemies nearby, she kind of, like, crotches down and is, like, starting to get really kind of sneaky because that was more of a survival-esque kind of it does it it does it the same way um it's kind of yeah, an automatic so thing when there's enemies nearby you sneak you're in a obvious sneak <clears throat> part of the yeah. game and she sneaks automatically but i want to be able to sneak for the fuck of it when i want to like <laughs> <laughs> because you're a sneaky fucker <clears throat> but it is what it is cool well um i'll probably play it at some point um i'm not gonna spend the money on it now I have yep. too many other things that I'm trying to get around. You gotta beat Spider Man. I gotta beat the Spider Mans. That's coming up. Woohoo! It's gonna be good. And uh, definitely, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's gonna be our next episode. I believe so. Um, we're gonna talk all things Spider Man, and we're going to give a slight review of the new Spider Man game for PS4. That good old it's, Travis here has played extensively. It's so good. Um, and I have witnessed. <laughs> and it, it's pretty fucking awesome, not gonna lie. So make sure you yep. guys tune in and catch us on that one. And I know Mr. Justin Hendricks is gonna have plenty podcast. to say on and that. And yeah, Justin's favorite hero is Spider-Man. He'll have plenty to say there. Oh my god, will I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not all things positive, right by the way, if you're expecting that. But Oh yeah. <laughs> um, not for him. Hope you guys enjoyed our. I can't theater, help, but so. I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, if you've played through Shadow of the Tomb Raider already, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it gets better. Please feel free to let me know. Um, I could be way off base. Uh, if you agree, disagree, we put this out every episode, or I do. You know, Legacy of Game Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, any episodes you want to hear, anything you want us to discuss, games you want us to review, um, anything at all, we will try to respond accordingly uh, depending on how heavily we're flooded at the time. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next time when we're talking about some Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> Later. Up.